Oh, absolutely. The, your mental yeah. health as an athlete is, you know, yeah, not always great. <laughs> like I remember, it's always being tested. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mental yeah. toughness. It's always being tested, and yeah, like I think throughout all my years of hockey, I have always gotten through. You know, that mental toughness always was there. But old, it was like, I remember one time I was like, oh, I don't even, I had to tell our coach, I was like, we were going on break in a couple of days. And I was like, I, I was at such a low. to try saying three, two, one in a different language. English is okay. English is okay. But I'm trying to be more multicultural in, in our intros. We are in quite a few. We are in quite a few countries. Yes, we are in a few countries. Which means we need to expand our, our horizons. Three, two, one. Three, it's two, fine. one. Okay, fine. Three, two, one. One. Sorry, folks. Outside of me, outside of speaking English, we'll get you here as soon. How are you guys doing? <laughs> Welcome back to the Untitled Podcast with your hosts, Omari Fraser and Kelsey Matiri. We switched it on you. How are you doing? Yeah, we did switch it on you. Usually that's me. That's, that's you today. <laughs> I love it. Yes, yes. Did a little switcheroo on, on folks here, you know, heading into the springtime, right? It, it yes. is the fishy now, first day of spring, right? Or past that? or I think it's past the first day of spring. Yeah, it's past. way past it. It's summertime. Or uh, actually, no, I wouldn't say yet, that. Yet. Snow's coming still. But... What is coming is hot man's and hot girl's summer. Hot girl summer is coming. It's coming slowly, though, because it's still um, a little nasty outside. Ooh. It's still um, like minus five at night, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. We can do that. Actually, is really great because summer is a great thing because our guest today does a lot of summer activities. Ooh, so yes. she's probably so excited. No, you're excited. And I know she must be like extra excited than us. Mm hmm. She's over there, like, waiting. She's like, I can't wait for summer, counting down the days. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wait. I kind of wait. It's going to be good. It's going to be a good year. It's a good time. Real good time. Oh, well, what's one thing that's like, exciting is, I think, as you're taking shifts back on at work right now, you guys are rolling into season. Oh, we, so. are, we are rolling into season, yes. Yes, rolling into season. And, and one thing I wanted to touch on is, is you have a, Elevated role, right? You're you're soon prime for promotion, right? Should oh, I'm. Soon. Oh, yeah. We're we're always elevating over here. Okay, I'm on the we're I'm on the up. You okay, can say it, you're we're on the up. You, I'm you on had, the up. You had a hot. I say hot and spicy, but you had a exciting intro to where it's like, Kelsey, we need you, and you're like, I'm here. I'm here. I'm waiting all I don't want. I can't say anything yet, <clears throat> but like, good things coming. Good things coming. So that's so exciting because this year is super vital. So I hope everybody has a vital year. Yes. It's been a good... I was actually reflecting on this. Like, everyone's like, oh, 2020 is a bad year. And 2021, like, mm-hmm. yes, the predicament hasn't changed. But it's still been a pretty good year. Like, you know, people are, are back to making money or back to getting what they know and doing what they do. Um, everyone's progressively moving forward or getting unstuck. Which is awesome to see, right? Unstuck spring, right? Thriving. Even that's in the gym, if that's doing work, if that's just getting up out of bed, that's doing something. That's waking up, that's doing something, you know? 
I love it. We're thriving. We're thriving out of here. So let's get to it. I'll let oh, you. Our guest is thriving. Yes. Our guest is so thriving. Like, oh, I can't even say. Okay, we'll talk about it later. No, Anyways. Okay, okay, okay. So our guest today. I want to say that one thing. Okay, our guest today is a videographer. I played ho- We played hockey together. She's, a, she's an mm-hmm. athlete. Okay, she's a videographer. Um, she does a plethora of outdoor activities. I cannot even name them all because she's done a lot. She'll talk about that. But our guest today is Maddie Neesom. I was supposed to say one thing, too. Oh, shit. Sorry. What Sorry, did you want to say? <clears throat> she has this hype, hype new collectible item from Area 51. <laughs> she does. Oh, my shit. Ford Bronco. So she good. picked up the Ford Bronco. <laughs> <laughs> and let me just say it's fucking nice. It's lit. It's lit. I knew that was she, coming. She to- <laughs> okay, she knew. She knew. I was like, mm, he's going to bring it up. Oh, she I'm went s- to Area 51 herself. <laughs> Picked it out from all the aliens and said, yeah, I want yeah, that one, please. I beat y'all there. Sorry. Oh, what color did it come in? Air 51 blue? Perfect. I'll take Yasa it. On. I'll take oh, it. Oh, less protection? Even better. Oh, turbo? Y'all, y'all. Turbo sport? It's a Bronco sport. It's one of those alien turbos, too, because from Air 51, <laughs> we got like quad turbos per cylinder, runs so clean. Uh, I bet it's so smooth. I'm so sorry that I ruined your little bit good. there. It's all good. It's, I, I still got to hype. Okay, okay, okay. You know, <laughs> that's why I was like, that's why I was like, she's thriving. I don't even want to say it because, but you took it away. I love that. Oh, yeah, but today. Like, it, I pulled up. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a nice color. Like, I like that. Like, that's the one. <laughs> we can go for a ride sometime. Hell yeah. yeah. I'm down. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, go, we'll, go, we'll go for a little skirt skirt. skirt oh, skirt. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, our guest today, though, Wait, Maddie Neesom, she's here. She's going to tell you. Does it drift? Does it drift? Oh, I haven't done that yet. My... Uh, are you my 16 year old self should probably do that <laughs> you know when you drift into the parking lot at school with your <laughs> yeah. windows roll down your tunes blasting <laughs> oh my god I that's still, so funny. yeah i have to break it in that way maybe soon it doesn't Dude. even have a rock chip yet oh she's not thinking about drifting oh, but gotta- i'm not <laughs> <laughs> i'm really not i'm 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 babying it still yeah this is what um the adult as money you brings. should <laughs> yeah no, I'm loving it. That's the, been my, my label the me, last week. The adult money kicks in and you're just like, yeah, the you adult. know what? I'm going to treat this <laughs> one right. <Just> <laughs> 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 adult money. Has it kicked in? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's certainly not anytime soon now. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, honestly, like as soon as I saw it, I was like, Maddie, this is so you. This is even more you than your Jeep was you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got that. It was like. I, a few people were like, oh, but your Jeep, it was awesome. Like, it was cool. And I was like, yeah, now I just feel a little bit more badassery, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but I still miss the Jeep, though. I mean, like, the Bronco's perfect for you. You could put all your, you know, awesome stuff, you know, on, you're going to get a roof rack. Yeah. You know, you put the sup board, the kayak, you know what I'm saying? You get you know, oh, tow some shit. Sups, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, I got to get a roof rack for that thing. Apparently... Roof racks these days, I don't know if you guys knew that. Well, probably not because no one wants to know about roof racks. But like, <laughs> but like, if you think about bikes, like yeah. the sales of bikes have just skyrocketed in the they last have. year. Yeah, they're selling for like 2024 20, at this point. Like, it's insane. It is insane. And it's the same with racks. So I need to get a rack for my vehicle, but basically none exist at the moment. So, yeah, it sucks. I can see that. Yeah, bike racks, roof racks. Any type of rack. <laughs> you can't find it. <laughs> it's yeah. all gone. Yeah, it's gone. Society has them all. Everyone has it. 
in their basement. Yeah, everyone everyone wants to be outside. I mean, I don't blame them. Yeah, yeah. True. They're the souping up their vehicles. Or Bronco. Thank you. V eight. Uh, I don't think so. Well, there's so there's the Broncos. Some people don't know this actually. So there's the Bronco Sport, and then there's the Bronco, like the I forget what they call it, but it's like the Bronco four by four or whatever. Because this one guy, I was at like Mark's Work Warehouse, and he comes up to me and he's like, "Oh, the Broncos." smaller than i thought and i was like no there's actually two of them this is the sport and then there's the you guys will have to look it up it's it's intense the roof comes off and everything like a jeep yeah they're up there they're cool. i dig okay. it yeah there's two there's two different ones though yeah and i got the sport i remember i got a ride in one of the old broncos oh yeah and that thing was like <laughs> pretty badass was, like, yeah was totally stick v8 little like trooped up little suv and i was like okay, yeah this thing, this thing slaps yeah, I drove past one the other day, and I like was like, okay, is this guy going to like it or not <laughs> like the fact that I'm driving I, a new one? You know, it's I like, wave? Yeah, do I wave? Like, when you drive a Jeep in the Jeep world, if you, when I was driving my Jeep and you saw another Jeep, you'd give him, like, the peace sign, and now I'm like, do you do that with four Broncos? <laughs> like, but there's not many of us, so it's weird. Do I do that to just, like, a Ford F-150? And they'll be like, what the... Uh, <laughs> that's no. so funny. That's, that's yeah. so funny. <laughs> yeah, it's been good, though. Because it's like yeah. you're entering, like, you're leaving. I don't say you're leaving, but, like, you've exited the... On, in, on good terms with the Jeep. Oh, yeah. And you've entered now the Bronco gang. Yeah. Is like a name? Because, like, I know, like, Subarus have, like, a Subi gang. Mm. They have this... The profile of, like vape and i don't know like, yeah i'm not trying to be offensive to subi gang guys so don't take it <laughs> but like what do bronco guys or gangs do i don't know i have no idea like i know the jeep world is like that you know you throw your yeah. peace signs but i don't know i'm new to ford i'm new to the bronco but it's it's new the broncos well other than the old style ones it's new ring. this year. They're bringing yeah. it back this year. So it's like, there's only a few of us. We're very rare. You are. <laughs> We're you rare. really are. Yeah. You're, I think you might be one of like the first like maybe 50, 100 people to have the Ford Bronco. Yeah, I don't know. Like I have, see, I have seen a couple other ones actually, but I started noticing <clears> them <throat> when I started looking at the Bronco. You know, you never, oh, that's you never notice until you uh, look for that it. That is so yeah. fair. I've seen probably three other ones though already. Okay. So. Okay. You know yeah. that, They're out there. You know what that is? So it's funny. I've actually heard it in a podcast yeah. the other day. Um, reason why we're like that to where like, oh, I never noticed that until like I started looking for it. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of who listen to Ed Milet, he says it's your reticular activating system, which is kind of like the filter for your mind. So where whatever you're mentally thinking about, it'll filter out what doesn't fit that. Right. Oh. So when you were like, yeah, like Ford Bronco, your brain was like, okay, let's start. When we're out and about, let's try and assess and find Ford Broncos. And then you start seeing, start seeing more Ford Broncos and now you have one. Huh. That's interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. Well, I started, I was doing that with something else too. In my sister's car. She drives like a little Chevy Spark. It's lime green. <laughs> <laughs> she calls it Yoshi. <laughs> and I, now I notice them everywhere. But it's only, yeah, I, I totally get that. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's cool. So yeah. that's something you can de- definitely look into more. Mm-hmm. But learning how to control that definitely is, like, on the life side yeah. of things, controlling mm-hmm. that is huge. But yeah. it's crazy where, like, when you think of it about cars, 
is pretty, yeah. is so interesting and quick to. I see this car, but I see that car now. Oh, but I just saw yeah. that car the other day. Yeah, totally. Wild. Mm-hmm. That was cool. I do have a topic change though. Oh yes, our transition. <laughs> I do have one. It throws us music here. <laughs> it's kind of a transition, but also okay. So she, so you were driving your Jeep, and we were at Olds. Yeah. Okay, so we played hockey together at Olds. Um, that was 2015, 2016. Like, wow, that's actually so long ago now. Yeah. Um, and I know that you wanted to touch on being at Olds, so let's use the Jeep to throw us into the Throwing Olds era. Back. Oh, geez. Yeah. Where do I start? Um, Olds yeah. was. Olds was, I think. Olds was an experience, and it a was. Half. It was. <laughs> it was. I, I mean, I, with our conversation prior to recording, it was a like a pivotal. I think mm-hmm. um, year f- sounds like for at least both of us. I don't know mm-hmm. about the other girls. Yeah, but like it, 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 it really impacted. Oh yeah, absolutely. I was, you know, after I graduated high school I was that type that was like I have no idea (laughs) where I'm going Mm -hmm. I have no idea I didn't even honestly I don't even know if I really knew who I was as a person and then just spending two years in olds from 2015 to 2017 I I grew a lot and it was it's like you think back and it's it's different for everyone really Um, but for me, you know, I developed a passion for community and that's where it kind of where it all began, whether we were, I mean, our team, you were talking about this before, but our team was so committed to the community. Oh my God. You know, we have our coach to thank for that. Like we, we were a pretty amazing bunch of girls and we did a lot in the community. We were. Yeah. A lot of volunteering. Um, a lot of, like I coached the, through Olds Minor Hockey, a little peewee girls team. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, just volunteering for the mental health club out there. Um, actually, that's how I, my videography <laughs> career started. Do you remember that? Do you um, remember the was videos? That the, was that the second year, though, or the first year? Because I was there oh. first year, but I wasn't there second year. But I was, like, I, I do remember seeing that kind of stuff. Because you actually took um, business, you took sport, what it was. Yeah, it, I took it called? business sports management. So it was a, I got a business certificate with a sports management diploma so okay it was like okay. business admin slash sports management mm-hmm. so yeah yeah I, now that i think about it i can't remember were you there when cedar was there remember cedar like little cedar little oh oh, cedar? oh yeah 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 yeah. You sorry, you sorry. Have to remember yeah. Cedar. yeah 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 because yeah. i remember that's how my like videography journey started i think was because oh, okay she would come to all our games and she was Always. like, she was this little super fan. She was like, I don't know, seven, seven don't years know. old. Yeah. She had a little blonde hair. Her name was Cedar. And she would come to all her games and she was always so excited to see us. And at her games, we had this big screen that we would play. Actually, I don't even know if we used it. I can't remember. But anyways, I put this video together for Cedar and she was watching and all of a sudden she's on this big screen and she was like, like so excited and her family was like crying and stuff and yeah that's when I was like ah I really like videography I'm gonna stick with this (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome though like yeah and it's crazy too because um I mean that was part of it we were the that was the first year that women's hockey was 
back at Olds in a really, 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 really long time. Well, we were the inaugural team. Yeah. Well, actually, funny. Were we not? I remember we were. Yeah. We were. Yeah. But I remember seeing a picture um, by where the library is. Somewhere oh, like, in there. Uh, yeah. And it was back in like, I don't know, the th- 30s. Like, I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, I don't I And know it was just mean. like old time, like women's hockey team. But we were the inaugural um, Yeah, we were the season. inaugural team. And I think yeah. that was a huge, that had a huge play in the whole community thing. Because I remember yeah. um, our coach was like, we need to like make a fucking mark. Oh, yeah. And we were such role models for all of the, um, like, community teams, like the, the girls yeah. teams. Yeah, we had such a huge support system in such a small little town. Yeah. And, you know, in the two years that I was there, I couldn't believe the support. We Like, we didn't win a lot of games, <laughs> but we still had a huge fan base for a small yeah. town, like, first couple year team. So... Yeah, it was pretty sweet. I mm-hmm. really, I, I do miss old a lot some days. And yeah, yeah like I said, it was a huge, huge, uh, uh, pivotal couple of years for me. So, yeah. So know. after you sort of like found that passion for like videography, like what happened then? Yeah. So, yeah. So my second year, I was, I got to the point where I was like, okay, what am I going to do after this? I knew that. I wasn't going to continue at Olds, and I, I wasn't really sure where I was at. I remember the summer, I think it was the summer before I went back to Olds for my second year, I worked at the, I'm from High River, so I worked at the radio station in High River, and so that was very community-driven, um, and I, I, I really enjoyed it. You know, I was at local events. Actually, I had to be an on-air, on-air, on-air host, and I'd be like, hey, this is Maddie with 99.7 Sun Country with your <laughs> Sunshine Patrol. <laughs> and, I, and I thought I really, I thought, you know, I could do that maybe as a career one day. And then I was like, eh, I don't know. And then I started doing more videos at Olds. And I was like, well, why do radio when I have no idea what that industry is even like here when I could do video that I'm really getting into and really love the creative space mm-hmm. for it. So I actually, before that, before I real, realized all this, I did actually apply for radio at SAIT, but I never, I like canceled my application and I applied for film and video. Like when, oh, I can't remember. We probably have a couple months of, um, schooling at Olds left. So, yeah, and then I, like, the film and video uh, at SAIT, the diploma, it's actually pretty competitive. Like, they only, when I applied, they only accepted, like, 30 applicants, and they would get, like, 500 applicants every year. Wow. So it was actually really competitive. So I was like, I have next to no experience with videography. I just basically and Olds whipped out my camera and started editing on iMovie. So it's like, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I don't, I don't know how well this is going to go, but I think through, uh, cause you have to do, I don't know cause you went to SAIT. Yeah. I don't know if you had to go through like the interview process and everything to get into the, no, no, neither of us did. No, neither of us did. Neither of us. So I had to go through an interview process and then do like an online exam and, I was like, oh, <laughs> I don't know how well the this is going to online exam before you entered? Yeah, so it was, so I went to SAIT 
I got called in. They're like, okay, you passed the initial phase. Now you're into this phase where you have to do the group interview with other students trying to get in and then with the teachers. And then there's an online portion where you have to answer some questions. And uh, the questions were like, what was a moment of adversity for you and how did you overcome it? And there was one, it was like, write a short story about a dog, a Frisbee, and a flying saucer. And I was like, okay, I'm creative, but how am I going to do this in like 20 minutes? Like it was, it was a pretty like intense application process. And then, yeah, I went through the interview and everything and, you know, I went into it not really knowing where I would stand, but I think I was unique in the fact that most of the people applying for the program were like, oh, I'm going to be a, you know, director in Hollywood one day where I was like, (laughs) I want to stay local and be a part of the community and, you know, make videos for local businesses and commercials and documentary type style things. So, yeah, I got accept, accept, accepted. And then that was my start of the journey of film and video at SAIT, which, yeah, it was good. It was, it was very different, um, mm-hmm. but I really enjoyed it. Yeah, because you had mentioned prior that it was sort of... Um like a unique career choice and you weren't yeah so were you really unsure about that or did you face any backlash because I know we've I mean people the other other guests that we've had have been like yeah like I you know people told me why would you do that like Mm -hmm. why are you doing this instead of that and it's like well because I wanted to yeah for sure following passion or like so how did you navigate that yeah I think the biggest thing was my parents, like my family was extremely supportive. My parents have always been, you know, you, I have a sister as well. And they've Mm -hmm. always told us, do what you want to do as long, like have a passion for it and just, you know, follow what you want to do. So I, I had really good support from my family. I did, I remember, you know, talking to some friends or um, their families or whoever I came across. Yeah, I'm going to do film and video at Satan. They're like, it was like, oh, that's cool, but like, why? <laughs> like, yeah. what, what, what kind of, they didn't, even myself, to be honest, I didn't recognize what the film industry was like in Calgary, but man, like, I learned so much about the film industry just going to say, and people don't really realize that, like, how much goes on here, which is a really cool, like, you can, I can, like, movies you've never would have thought of have been filmed here so it is a huge industry it's definitely had its <laughs> poor moments in the past couple of years here but it is starting to boom again but yeah I had a back to um you know how did I navigate through that I just you know I knew I was taking on a more unconventional career choice or non-traditional but I also didn't see myself going to a university and getting I don't know, a business degree. Shout out to the people that do that, all for it. But that just wasn't me. And I don't think people should feel like they have to do that sort of thing. You know, I've always, and I get this from my parents, especially, you know, my dad, it's, I've always believed in experience over education, which I know a lot of people don't agree with. But yeah, it was experience over education for me. And, you know, even in the last year, like since six months ago, I was I was struggling to know where my career was going to go. I knew I was passionate for something, but I had no idea 
I was like, what am I going to do? Like, I can't really find any work. Um, like, I think I need to go back to school because my program that I took at SAIT transfers to U of C for a communications degree. And I'm really, like, my role right now where I work is communications focused. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to do, I was like, okay, maybe I need to go to U of C and get this communications degree. Just even though I had four years of schooling already, and experience under my belt, it was like, oh, but I don't have a degree. <laughs> what yeah. am I going to do? But then I got super busy, and I was like, screw that. I'm not going to school. Mm -hmm. like, I, think it, I think it's such a, a mental thing being mm -hmm. like, yeah, I need a degree to be somebody. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of people think that, and like you totally don't, like, like you said, experience, like you don't need that. But people, yeah. feel, like, people feel like they need it to be somebody mm -hmm. or to like get out of yeah. like, being stuck absolutely like I, I i follow this girl on instagram and she she does some videography as well and she does like some hair and makeup and stuff like that and she was like all quiet on her story like yeah i didn't go to, like i all i have is high school under my belt and i'm like okay but you're like kicking ass in the videography world you're like an amazing artist you do amazing work with hair and makeup like it's just unfortunate people get into that mindset of they don't think they're good enough because of their education background mm -hmm. it's just I, and I know it's different for everybody and I also know it depends on what you're doing and whatnot but I just hope we can get rid of that stigma around it again and I do think it's kind of going away but <clears throat> I don't know it's still there <laughs> yeah I do think that will eventually the stigma will die mm -hmm. and because I found our generation, like, everyone everyone now is starting to realize, like, oh, school is maybe not the, like, if you don't want to go to school, don't. Like, there's other ways to, you know, create your own success in this world outside of, outside of, outside of education. Like, mm -hmm. that was one thing where I had to learn when I took a year off. That was kind of like a nice little, when I was out my year off of school, in mm -hmm. between my program, I was... Um, where can I, and I like, that was like the first time when I was like, I just had a year to play football and work. Mm -hmm. I was like, wow, like people can be successful and make money mm -hmm. outside oh, for of sure. school. Wow. Okay. I should, I need to take, I'm taking notes and I'm like asking all the questions yeah. and like just gathering everything in. Um, and from the, t and now we'll see it from the bottom end, but from the top down as well with companies letting go of the degree. Mm -hmm. Requirement like I think Tesla, they don't you don't need a degree. Hmm. Elon Musk was like, I don't need you to have a degree. Like I need you to have <laughs> skills. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. What kind of skills can you bring to Tesla? And he was talking about Tesla yeah. terms, but um, I can only imagine like other companies. I think Google, yeah, suit. Um, yeah. it's just becoming more mainstream now that it's like, yeah, people and have skills. Like you, I. I can't discredit education at all. Like I've went to school for four years and mm -hmm. I can say that I definitely use what I've learned and where I'm at today. Like even if it's, it's just the, I don't know, for me it was, you know, just having that label of a, a degree. It's like, why, why not take a course like, you know, a, a 20 hour course online or go take a program at SAIT or a diploma or something like that. Like why do you have to take, go to school for five years to feel like you're good enough. That's what it was for me. And I went through that. I think a lot of people go through that. Mm -hmm. But I think I'm finally at the point where I'm like, okay, 
I can pr- I proved myself wrong. I don't need to <laughs> go to school for another three years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. So, but what you did take at Olds um, mm-hmm. does relate to what you do now, though. Yeah. So I do. I do a lot of different things. <laughs> I do a lot start? of activities. <laughs> Where do I start with that? So, yeah, I feel like a lot of people, like when they see me on social media or just, you know, I run into people, they're like, what are you doing now? Like, are you in the outdoors? door industry are you a content creator I'm like yeah all of the above (laughs) um but yeah I took business admin sports management and old so it's a business certificate sports management diploma so it was a two year two years of school there and yeah I definitely use like it's transferred into my work life today I I work at a business called AQ Outdoors so or Aquabatics Calgary they're a specialty like kayak store slash school and they do paddle boarding and rafting and you know in the winter they do like split boarding and stuff so it's an outdoor shop but it's a specialty outdoor stop outdoor shop we're not like you know I love them but we're not like mountain equipment co-op like we're a smaller space or like campers village or something like that um so there right now actually I got recently promoted (laughs) yeah so I'm their communications lead so I and an instructor and I'm also doing a little bit of retail right now but mainly coming in like May I'm their communications lead and I'll be doing some instruction as well so with instruction which I bring from my old experience because I got a coaching certificate there and that kind of translate translates um I teach kayaking a little bit of kayaking and mostly paddle boarding which people most people are like how the what are you teaching paddle boarding <laughs> <laughs> like how to stand on the board I'm like yeah <laughs> you know I work with a lot of kids on the water I work with people that have never been on the water or have never tried something like that and can barely stand on a paddle board you know we go to go over all the basics and same with kayaking so I don't know. I kind of got lost there. But <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's what I'm up to now. So I'm doing communication stuff with them. So creating content. And then I'm also an instructor there as well, which I don't, I don't think I'll be doing as much as, as much instruction um, as I want to this season, but the opportunity is still there. But yeah. That's actually so cool. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's definitely, it's funny to think about because, because I, I've been working there for three years now. Well, I was seasonal before. So I started working there when I was going to, after I graduated from Olds, I applied for a job there and I was new to absolutely everything. Like I was like, what's a kayak? Like, (laughs) like I was always on the water when I was young, but I was never, I was always on a boat or like a motorboat or something like that. Mm -hmm. So it was all super new to me. And then within three years, I'm a, you know, paddling instructor and it's been, it's been really cool. It's like a whole, it's another world. Like the paddling community in Calgary is, is huge. (laughs) I mean, I don't like, we have the most beautiful lakes and a world renowned river running through our city. So yeah, it's pretty cool. It's, it's like a, it's definitely a new experience, but I can continue that love for the outdoors that I, grew up loving basically since i was a kid so mm-hmm. yeah that's can, awesome can people paddleboard down the bow yes yeah. i in the summer i am probably out there like two or three times a week mm-hmm. also 
If you have not heard of it before, have you heard of Harvey's Passage? Either of you? Uh, I, I think I so. Of, I think I've heard of that, but like coming to me very loud. Oh man, this is all coming to me. I can wait. Is, are you talking about the the surfing one? Yeah. So yeah. there's. That, okay, go go go. I think I think I know where you're going, but I'll let you finish. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's I was just gonna say it's a it's a water play park in Calgary. So. It's off of, you can see it off Deerfoot. Like if you're driving past Max Bell Arena with oh, like yeah. the red and yellow building. Oh, yeah. Deerfoot, That's what they built there? Yeah. So two oh, so on the cool. right side, if you're yep. going Deerfoot. south on Deerfoot. Yeah. If you look on the right side of passing Max Bell, it's a river play park. And you can surf in there and, you know, go over rapids. Yeah, because Pierce Estate. It's yeah. called Pierce Estate. Is yeah. that where like the level dips? The, where the water dips? Yeah. Yeah. You know where, cause I've always thought you can't go past that because like any rapids so, sucked up. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> they, so there's the left channel and there's the right channel. The right channel, like many recreational users can go through there just on like little river tubes and stuff. But don't even get me started on the safety <laughs> side of that. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> don't even get me started. But on the left side, it it's a quite a big drop like i haven't even gone on that side like they actually had to rebuild it because a couple people unfortunately lives were lost on that side so that's so scary yeah driving down deerfoot i'm like oh why is it yeah it drops yeah yeah they like level it out or like they did it all before um i guess the real flow starts to come in because the water level is quite yeah so they so right now so come may they're gonna change the direction of the water flow and it's gonna go it's gonna go on both sides so right now it's just going down the left channel Mm -hmm. come may it'll go down both sides so come may you'll see me ripping down the right side (laughs) (laughs) you'll be like driving down you're like hey there's man hey there's man (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah i know but um i'm I'm gonna check that out because no you should and like river surfing like have you guys seen the river surfing like around here yeah, like I've seen it um, 10th Street. in Canmore. Canmore? Cananaskis. It's like, yeah, because we used to do, uh, when I used to coach out in Canmore slash Banff, mm-hmm. we used to do like um, whitewater rafting. Yes. We used to go down there, there was always surfers. <laughs> yeah. It's so cool. I love that. It's like hidden back there yeah. in Cananaskis. Yeah, it is. It really is. Yeah, it's, it's like we, I don't think people realize like how, uh, what's the word? Sorry, you might have to cut this out. <laughs> um, in the paddling world, like there's so there's so many places to go, and there's like, oh, how do I explain this? But like we have Harvey's Passage, we have 10th Street. I don't know if you guys have seen 10th Street Wave, like by is it uh, like Center Street Bridge? No, it's not Center Street Bridge. There's Peace Bridge, and then there's the smaller oh. bridge. Okay, yeah. Oh, is it just after it, like by Memorial East Village? Yeah, it's in. in it's that like a area. river it's walk, like, right? Yeah, they call it 10th Street Wave. And okay. if you walk downtown, I've been there a couple times, but I can't recall where it is exactly. But there's a couple people that'll surf there. But it depends where the water level is at and whatnot. But yeah, and then we have the Kananaskis, which I've. I haven't specifically done river surfing. So there's river surfing and then there's river sup. I'm more on the river sup side where okay. we're wearing like full equipment, you know, helmet and everything. And then there's the Kananaskis river surfers that are at um, like mountain wave on the Kananaskis. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's just, there's so much around here. And it's like our, the bow is literally world renowned, like not just for kayaking and 
paddleboarding, but for fishing as well. I'm part of, well, my boyfriend's a big fly fisherman in the community. I'm slowly getting in there, but we literally live on a, like people travel here to that's so cool to like fishing wise people travel here to fish on that river and then Mm -hmm. we have beautiful places to go paddle so yeah it's really cool and i honestly i never knew that Mm -hmm. until i started working at aq outdoors and it's just opened up this whole new world (laughs) it's pretty cool (laughs) i recommend you guys (laughs) i get so stoked about it because i like (laughs) like bringing people out with me i'm like yeah come paddle the bow and people are like i don't want to go on this big ass river i'm like no you'll be okay you'll be fine i'll take care of you <laughs> it's all good but yeah gets me pretty excited for summer <laughs> yeah that's, i'm gonna definitely keep an eye out for that mm-hmm. harvey's passage on deerfoot south next to max bell because yeah. it's close to the um not the zoo but further down it's close to the zoo yeah, yeah okay. it would be close to the zoo um because i always thought that i was like you know, like, I remember rafting down Bow River, and you'd get to, like, East Village, and, like, okay, get out. Like, yeah. any further, you're, you're a dead man. Like, well, you definitely have to be aware that it's there. Like, I've seen, this is where I get going on the safety side of it. Like, there's always hazards on the river, and if you, are, if you like, know before you go, basically. And if you don't know it's there, you definitely could get yourself caught up and stuff. And, you know, people... When people fall in the river, sometimes they don't know how to react. And then that's what creates a scary situation. So I've seen people go through Harvey's Passage that honestly, like with tubes, like with a 10 foot rope in between their tubes, which is a big no, no, because if someone's in the water, they're going to get basically clotheslined. Yeah. Like I could go on about the safety, but um, what would you say is like a good safety precaution? Because or... Could, like, someone just, like, dive in and, like, the way I, the way I see it, I'm like, oh, like, just whoop-de-whoop, like, yeah, down, like, totally. tiny little waterfall. Or is there, like, a little wrap underneath that's going to be like, no, I'm a vacuum. I'm going to suck you in. Well, to be honest, there's a lot to know about the river, but, it like, it is the boat. It, the Harvey's Passage is about, like, a class, it's considered, like, a class two rapid or, I don't know, wave train, I guess mm-hmm. you could call it. Um, and it's a pretty you know, public area, like the chances of you really getting in trouble there and having, you know, an extreme accident are slim, but it does still happen. Like I said, in the last couple of years, they had to completely redo the left side because people died. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So it all depends. Like you really have to watch, you know, do your research before you go, go onto websites like Transport Canada or Paddle Canada, or I believe Transalta is another good one. And they give you like when the river's high and when you should not be going, you know, because they, you could, when the river's high, you could go down Harvey's, get your, you could get caught by something underneath the water. And then what do you do? Well, one of the biggest things is wear a life jacket, which it's like wearing a bike helmet. Like, you know, in school, when we went through like the, I think it's like, think, I was talking about this today, think smart or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can't. I think there's maybe a couple where they're like, always wear your helmet when you're biking. <laughs> always wear a damn life jacket or a PFD when you're going in the river. Like it can be dangerous, and there's way more hazards than there would be on a. There's still hazards on the lake too, but there's a lot going on on the river as well. Like don't you're, you're never supposed to stand in a river. So if you stand in the middle oh, of a river, I've done that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if you stand in the middle of a river. 
you can get stagged underneath because things grow underneath the water. You know, branches and stuff or roots mm-hmm. can be underneath there. You can snag your foot on a roof or on a root, <laughs> on a root, and then what do you do? You know, or a rock. Like you can, you know, fall. Like I'm out there on a paddleboard. I'm always wearing a helmet. It's very rocky there. It can be super shallow. You could bang your head. But yeah. And then you always, another thing people always don't know is when you're going down a river, never go f- like head first. Always put your feet out in front of you and lay on your back. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you don't, you know, bash your head into a rock. Your Conk. feet are there to protect you. Get conked out by the bow. Yeah, <laughs> I'd, I'd say, like, honestly, like, I'm really passionate about uh, one day I would love to create, like, a campaign or something around river or outdoor safety and especially water safety. Because I personally, there is some resources out there for sure, but I don't think it's enough. No one knows. No. I mean, you look at the amount of accidents that we've, have been on the water in the last year excuse me and yeah it's crazy like yes it's wild to because i think of people who are just like oh we're gonna go down the bow like Mm -hmm. we went yeah we went rafting last year like got the raft got some life jackets Mm -hmm. um maybe packed a little wobbly pops (laughs) and then down you go yeah but we're we were on the elbow one which is yeah. slower. It's yeah, it's slower. So it's almost shallow. Less, less hazards there. Yes. Um like for the bow, you there is like the fire department departments out there and they oh yeah. they rip up and down there every day. And if you don't wear a life jacket or a PFD, it's whoop, like a fine. Yeah, whoop fine. <laughs> Three hundred bucks. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Or they spray you. And yeah. they do they will if they catch you drinking, they'll also ticket you. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So. It is a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So a lot of people don't know that. No, like there. I'd say I don't want to scare people away. Like go down the. <laughs> 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 I don't want to be like don't go down the river. But like it's just a no before you go. Like if you want to go down the river, you know, shoot me a message. <laughs> I'll tell you about it. Like it's just having the proper gear because you can't. I I went down last year and I just have a, I had to save a lady because she couldn't get back in her raft. She just didn't have the strength to pull herself mm-hmm. up. And she was wearing her... And she was panicking. Like, she was in a pretty slow spot. Like, nothing would, was going to happen. But she was panicking because she couldn't get her... Like, she couldn't get up into the raft. And her PFD or her life jacket was wrapped around her legs like a oh, diaper. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it was like a diaper. I was like... I, like, politely was like, yeah, you should probably... Like, if you're going to go in the water, I think she had to go pee or something. If you go in the water, at least put it on properly so you can, it'll be a little bit more beneficial yeah. to get back in your boat. Well, the legs is yeah, not Yeah, it's that too. Like, you're, okay, you're going, yeah. Going <laughs> pee and it's like literally a diaper. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot goes, lot goes on. That's yeah. wild. Like, you're, having it around your legs is so dangerous. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, honestly, I could talk about, a lot about the river for five <laughs> hours, but I won't go there. But yeah, it's just, I, I'm, you know, not just rivers, but lakes as well. I mean, we live, we're by mountain lakes that are, it's, it's cold. It's cold people. Like if you fall in that lake, there's people that don't realize there's been a couple of people that have passed away just because of hypothermia and yeah, people don't, it, yeah. yeah, the shock of it, you know, or not strong. Unfortunately, there's people that aren't strong swimmers and they don't have a life jacket on to begin with, and they drown, and it's like, it's pretty serious, especially when we're in a world now where a lot of people are 
getting involved with outdoor recreation, you think that there would also be an increase of safety awareness around it. And don't get me wrong, there's a lot of really good resources out there for sure. But just, there's not enough. Like I saw this post, I can't remember what it was from, but some organization is doing shuttling to like Lake Louise. And it's like, yeah, go out there, go out paddling, blah, 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 blah. But it's like, there's no safety awareness around it. And it's like, okay, but what if they get themselves in trouble? Like you're promoting outdoor recreation on a body of water where there's been a lot of accidents. You think they would have some safety awareness around it as mm-hmm. well. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's like one of those things. It's like when you're one person, it's like, I want to do so much, but it's like, where do I start? Where do I find the time? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But I but I love that, though. I love that you're advocating for the, the safety. It's important. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. There's And, you know, most people in the paddling world are are like that. Like, they That's want awesome. everyone to be safe. Mm-hmm. You know, there's been there's been times I've been at Harvey's Passage and kids, kids will play along the edge, what's called the eddies of the river. And they won't realize how far they're drifting into the current. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> they're repping darn Harvey's and their parents are like running after them. That happened last year, actually. I was out there and I was talking to someone and not really paying attention. And my sister's like, oh my God, there's a kid rubbing down the river. And he was like screaming at the top of his lungs, going down all these little drops. And he was little, like he was young. Oh no. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's scary. Yeah, it's it scary. really is. Yeah. Wow. It is. Mother but nature, folks. that being said, come paddling with me. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, no, seriously, please do. Like we, it's a, it's so much fun. Like I t- you were saying before this, you wanted to get a paddleboard. Yeah. Oh, I've been thinking about you that for up. a minute now. Oh, Kelsey, we gotta go. Yeah. Like, let's go. Yeah. Fuck yeah, Maddie. I'm gonna message you, and we're gonna go. Oh, 100 percent. Let's Mari, do it. You can come too. I'm down. <laughs> yeah. We'll I'm do down it. for all the things. Actually, a quick note: I bought a raft this year. My boyfriend and I bought a raft, and so that white water rafting experience that you've had in the past is going to come in hand. So yeah, yeah. honestly it's, it's so fun. Mm-hmm. It's so fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. I, you look like you have a, you look I like you, you want to yeah. say something. When you, when you say you bought a raft <laughs> and with your experience, was it like at one of those like high end, like rafts or like, yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause my, my brother bought one. Yeah. And it's like a three person raft. We, we went down and I'd say that one's pretty, Oh, I'm betting hers is like <laughs> way like. Well, have you heard her talk? Okay, like, here's yeah. the thing. I work for a a specialty paddle sports store where, you know, <laughs> she's gonna get the good shit. I, yeah, like <laughs> I know what's I know what's good quality and I know what isn't. So, yeah, like it was it was it was an investment. Like we, I work, like my work is super, obviously I get some sweet discounts involved, but you know, it's like a full PVC. Oh, PVC. Yeah. Yeah. This thing is going to be fucking massive. Like it's, it's, it's like 10 feet, um, maybe like five, six feet wide. It's PVC though, which is, as we know, strong material. And then like, it's called drop stitch flooring. So the floor of it is like a paddleboard, like you could stand on it and whatnot. But yeah, that thing's where compared to, you know, other inflatable boats, they're usually like a, like a nylon or like a, oh, yeah. you know, a cheaper plastic where you basically hit 
a twig and you're done. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Where this thing basically just bounces off. Like I'll like I'll take this down like the Kananaskis and Okay. Yeah. Like class three, probably maybe th- like three, four, probably. Okay. So. Yeah. Cause my we we our, my brother bought one on mm-hmm. Amazon. So. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like you're you're like this is an investment. I'm like, our brother bought off Amazon. <laughs> it, it, got us the, it got us down elbow. Don't do the job. Uh, Except yeah. you got a. He dragged it on the rocks. Oh. And they got snagging it. So when, when I took it out. <laughs> No it, fun. Was, it was a whole, so I took it to Home Depot and picked yeah. up this like T-Rex duct tape and I patched it and we went down the river. Uh, it, it held. She's yeah. cringing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no. Yeah, I've was... been through that too. Like, <laughs> yeah, of trust course. me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you like, I always say this, but like, you can't discredit it either because it gets you out on the water. So it's oh, like, yeah. you know, if you're only going to go a, a couple times a year, why invest the money into a big pricey raft you know what i mean like mm-hmm. those people people always come to our shop and they're like yeah i bought a pelican from costco like is it gonna suck and i'm like well yeah like you can upgrade one day but how many times are you gonna use it in a season don't invest you know x amount of dollars into a thing you're gonna use twice a year yeah yeah so yeah. so yeah t-rex tape <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but this stuff sticks. Stinks. Like no, what? it doesn't stink. It sticks. Sticks. I was like sticks. Like, I was like, whoa. It stuck. Like I peeled oh, wow. it. wow. Yeah. And then like I went to touch it, and I'm like trying to pull my finger away without taking the whole roll off. I'm like, yeah, it just seems like taking off the first layer of skin. <laughs> That's right? so funny. I sent. I cleaned up the place, put it on. Yeah. Nice seal, pumped it up, and it held it. It did like slowly leak, but yeah. We're like, all right, we're already halfway down the river, so like, here we go. Is that. what it is. is what it, it is. is what it Gets is. Gets you down, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Kelsey, yes. Next question. Okay, so um, I know you. <laughs> my transitions are so bad because I'm like so excited to talk about things, and I know you I know. have things to talk well, about. I'm like, yeah, I get fired up when I talk about things. I'm like, <laughs> ah! I know when I'm like, next thing, let's go. Um, yeah. So I know you wanted to talk um, a little bit about mental health and yeah. sort of like what that means to you, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, like, I don't even know what to ask. Like, take it away, Maddie. Yeah. Oh, geez. Wait, yeah. I, um, yeah, mental health. What a topic, honestly. And I look back and I think about, you know, my own mental health and, how not even my own mental health but the mental health community as a whole um I was really involved you know my advocacy for mental health really started when I was in olds you know our friend Krista Wilson really got me involved with that that's when she's heavily involved in that oh yeah absolutely she's 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 quite the gal she's a very strong gal has gone through a lot and she really just opened my eyes to what it was because high school's I don't know. Maybe it's different now. I graduated don't ask a while me. ago, but yeah, they did not. I don't recall really talking about mental health to the extent of what I didn't know it was. If that makes sense, like yeah. when I was going to Olds College, it was like it was a big part of our um, program. Yeah, it was like a big part of our team, and yeah. you know, being involved with it even, and it you know. Like, I remember doing the video for Krista, and I was like, yeah, like, this is, it's, it's really opened my eyes, blah, blah, blah. But honestly, I didn't even, I didn't, even then, I didn't even realize the impact of it. Like, I, I look back now, and it's like, okay, I thought I knew mental health, but to this day, 
it's still something I try and wrap my head around. I think my mental health personally, I've always had a pretty good support system. Like my family's always been there. Um, you know, I can always talk to my parents, my sister, my boyfriend. Um, but after olds, my mental health, I went from a support system of 20 girls to no one. I mean, yeah, like my family's there for sure. But leaving that type of environment and going to mm -hmm. basically nothing was huge. Like, yeah. And I don't think people talk about like, I really don't think they talk about it much. Like, I, you don't realize the impact of that support system. Mm -hmm. Like, I went from thinking my mental health was at a high, being active every single day. That was a big part of it as well, just it was. how active I was. And then quitting hockey and not being around that many people. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> really. it's true. I like, mean, like, y you think about it and it's like you have like you said, 20 other girls mm -hmm. constantly there. Like, it was always, like, mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, and like I said before we recorded, it's like we were doing something every single day, multiple yeah. times a day. Like, we had practice, we had study hall, we had workout, we had, like, you know, just hanging out. And, yeah. and you were, like you said, part of it, too, was being busy all the time. Like, we were, we always had something. And oh, then... Yeah you know, on top of that, you're exercising and you're being active and, you know, and then all of a sudden it just stops. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what do you do? No one tells you what to do after. And like you said, you, you got such a huge support, mm -hmm. you know, like. Well, you could literally walk out your dorm and go next door and your friend yeah. was there. <laughs> like, yeah. if you were having a bad day, it was like, okay, let's go watch a movie. Yeah. Someone's <laughs> you know, got your let's back. Let's go for a walk. Like, it was so easy just to find or have someone to talk to really mm -hmm. and like olds like as the, as a school was super supportive behind it as well mm -hmm. and yeah when I left it was I mean I did have some low points for sure when I was going like oh absolutely, the, your mental yeah. health as an athlete is you know yeah not always great <laughs> like I remember it's always being tested yeah absolutely mental yeah. toughness it's always being tested and yeah like, I think throughout all my years of hockey, I have always gotten through, you know, that mental toughness always was there. But old, it was like, I remember one time I was like, oh, I don't even, I had to tell our coach, I was like, we were going on break in a couple of days. And I was like, I, I was at such a low, I don't even remember what the circumstances were, but I was at such a low. I was like, I need to go home early. I'm sorry. I know I have like two days of school left and we might have a workout, but I can't be here. <laughs> and I just took off. Like, I was like, I got to go. So that says a lot for, you know, who our coach was and, you know, the support we had from the rest of the team as well. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, after school, after old, you know, I was going to, I was going to Sate. It was a different area for me it was a very different area for me oh my god yeah and yeah it went from you know getting up every day being super active to sometimes you just don't want to get out of bed <laughs> like you just have no motivation to do anything and it's it's something that I haven't really I still haven't wrapped my head around I don't know if I can ever I have a hard time recognizing my own feelings and emotions sometimes and sometimes it'll, you know, I was super um, in a bad place one day and a few days later I'll be like, oh, 
I was not doing very good that day. But when I'm in the moment, I don't recognize it. And then I put myself into kind of like a hole. And (laughs) it's like, I don't know, it's hard to explain. But actually, a big part of my mental health these days is I recently got diagnosed with ADHD, (laughs) which has opened up this whole other world of not understanding (laughs) how it works Mm -hmm. I remember going to see my doctor and I was like yeah I so for like a few years people were like mentioned it to me like yeah have you ever looked into like ADHD and like a couple times when I was younger as well a couple of coaches have brought it up in the past and then someone at my work brought it up this year and I was like okay I should probably get the like go talk to someone about like what do you even do like what do you even do for this kind of thing I don't want to feel like I'm Mm self-diagnosing myself but it's also like how do you how what's the proper way of bringing this up Mm -hmm. to a doctor do you go to your regular doctor or do you go to a another doc like I don't know like I didn't know how it works I had no idea and so I go see my doctor and I don't know it's like it was a weird feeling it was like okay I don't really understand this and you need to help me understand this. And then it makes me go through all this, these questions and whatnot. What I didn't realize is how uh, directly linked ADHD is with anxiety and depression because it can cause anxiety and depression. And when I think back, when I thought I was going through these moments of anxiety, it's like, okay, is this being diagnosed with ADHD answering those questions now? Like it's, it's so, it's, I'm still trying to wrap my head around it, but yeah, it's, I, I think back to even when I was a kid and I'm like, man, like <laughs> this makes a lot of sense now. And you know, it's more than just not being able to focus on something. Like that's not all it is. Like I said, it can cause anxiety and depression. I get sometimes, I've learned a lot in the last while here but I get very um overwhelmed I guess with a lot of noise which I never knew was a thing of ADHD but it is (laughs) like the most little like little things I recognize about myself I never would thought would be linked to a mental health diagnosis like yeah I'm still learning about it I'm still trying to understand um what it is but it also answers a lot of questions or makes me think about it and answers a lot of questions that I didn't know and I feel bad like I was talking to my mom about it the other day and I sent her I watched this video and someone's explaining ADHD and I was like I sent it to my mom I was like I I like feel this like I I totally like can recognize what she's saying and my mom just like I remember when I was young I went to the doctor a couple times because I had these uh I don't know, weird situations. Mm-hmm. And the doctor was just like, yeah, you have this. Don't worry about it. And it was like, I just left. And my mom just got all fired up. And she's like, can't believe it. Like, doctors just misdiagnose people. And they have, like, kids. And they don't even know. And it's like my mom felt really guilty that the fact that... And we don't know how severe it was when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe it wasn't as severe. You know, we don't know. But she feels guilty because it's like, well, if you your dad and I knew would have impacted you in a different way. And I just felt really bad. And I was like, mom, like no matter what, I don't, like I wouldn't change my life in any way. It's just a weird thing to wrap your head around. It's like, would I have done better in school? 
I wasn't a great student. You know, I, I, I could barely focus. <laughs> I hated studying. I, all I wanted to do was play hockey and rugby. It's like, okay, if I knew ADHD was something in my life, would I have done a lot better? <laughs> and yeah, it's, it's, it's difficult to wrap my head around for sure. And like I said, I still don't know. I, I still don't fully understand it, but I'm getting there. <laughs> We're working on it. <laughs> taking but, the steps. Yeah, taking the forward. steps. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. It's, Did you go to like your family doctor or another doctor? Because you were like, oh, I don't know. but Yeah, I went to a family, I did go okay. to a family doctor. Yeah. And he, you know, he explained it. He's like, there's such a bad, as mental health is, there's such a bad stigma around it. Like people don't feel comfortable bringing it up and they think ADHD is like this, like something's wrong with them. And I, I like won't lie. I went in and I was like, oh, I kind of feel like, like what if I do have ADHD? I just felt weird about it. And he made, he, he, he talked to me about it in a way that I never thought about it before. He's like, he's like most people there's a lot of people out there that have ADHD and some of the most successful people in the world have ADHD you can see it as a negative or you can see it as something that actually you know is a positive in your life it's just how you you know work with it Mm -hmm. and he's like yeah there's still such a negative stigma around it but there really shouldn't be like so many kids nowadays have ADHD and so true yeah it's it's I just don't think like I I'm sure I know a lot of people with ADHD, but I feel kind of like, not alone, but like, I don't know if there's people out there that have ADHD. (laughs) Like, I personally can't name someone that has ADHD, other than someone, I do work with someone that has it, but growing up, it was never really talked about. I know mental health was, but specifically ADHD. I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to think now. Honestly, though, like, even mental health wasn't, like, when we were kids, Mm -hmm. I don't like I don't really remember anything about that especially not in school geez like fuck that they never (laughs) touched on it and like I mean they did to a degree I suppose but I just feel like more recently it's a way bigger thing than it ever was Mm -hmm. I feel like mental health when we were in high school it was more like, oh, like you're miss like a part of your brain isn't functioning. Where like, mm-hmm. it's not so much like what you say was like, no, like there's actually like a piece of my brain missing. There's um, like I I can't see your um, not say colorblind, but like just there's more. It was more serious as like when you say mental health back in the day, it was like like a serious like oh like a part of your brain like biologically or mm-hmm. biometrically is not working. Yeah, it was like, it was definitely a, there's something wrong with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it Situation. was, well, we have to test for that. Yeah. Or and it we, was don't, like, we don't know. You need to go in a room with this other teacher and, you know, figure it, like, it was always such a, like, I can't even remember, but I, th- I feel like it was just hidden. Like, yeah, there was nothing. Mm-hmm. I don't and know. I don't know. I mean, like for me personally, like I remember at my school, I, I struggled with tests Mm-hmm. so bad test anxiety like in physics I love physics I love it mm-hmm. and I would sit and I would do that work mm-hmm. and I would destroy it yeah would, you know get like really you know good scores or grades whatever and then come to the test and I absolutely bombed yeah absolutely bombed and like 
I remember being like, I, you know, need to, I need extra time or I need to do it another time when I'm not pressured by having 30 other kids being done. And I'm still, yeah, I still have five questions left because you start feeling that pressure, you know, as a mm-hmm. kid and you're like, oh my God, like I'm not done. I got to hurry. I got to hurry. And you rush through it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I remember the counselor was like, no, we can't, uh, we can't give you extra time. We can't, you can't take your test somewhere else because mm-hmm. you would have to do a test for that. And we're not testing for that. Mm-hmm. Why would we test you for that? It's mm-hmm. fine. But I would come out of a fucking math class with my fingers destroyed because I'm biting my nails mm, yeah. because I'm panicking. Like I'm getting anxiety about it because I know, or like physics, like I know I can do it, but I can't process it into a test. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was like shoved under the rug. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and I know a lot of people that that happened to as well. And I yeah. just think that now it would be taken way more seriously. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I don't know. In high school, I was, I was the same as when I was going old. Like, I was always pretty active. And I was, I, I was a pretty happy yeah, <laughs> teenager for the most part. Yeah. But it's like those little moments that I think about, it's like, okay, that makes sense. And like one of the things I'm realizing, so this might sound really wild, and I'll try it and explain it in the best way. <laughs> but from when I was about f- like maybe eight to when I was 17, I would have these experiences <laughs> at where my I felt that my mind couldn't keep up with my body or my body couldn't keep up with my mind, like vice versa. Because when I was a kid, I remember I was walking down the stairs and I fell down the stairs because it felt like I was moving really quickly, but I actually wasn't. So it was like I couldn't keep up with myself. And then or I would like be brushing my hair and it felt like I was brushing my hair really quick, but I wasn't. It was like, you know, regular speed, but it always felt like my mind couldn't keep up. And then I remember sitting in class and I would be doing tests and I would get like, you know, anxious. And I would have these moments in class like I could not pay attention because everything was just like zooming around me. Like I felt like I was going 100 miles an hour. And now that I'm pretty confident that's linked to ADHD, it's like, oh, my God. (laughs) Like all of these years I thought I like... I don't know. Maybe it's just me that went through this. I don't know if anyone else has experienced this level of (laughs) weirdness. I don't know what to call it. But it's just, I don't know. It's just thinking back, it's like, I don't know. It's just bizarre. It's like linking them together and realizing that that's probably why. And my mom literally taking me to the doctor saying, my daughter feels like she's moving 100 miles an hour. Why? And them saying oh, it's, I think they were like, oh, it's vertigo or something. And that was it. Like, that was it. I don't know. And now I'm pretty confident it's linked to ADHD. Yeah. I mean, do I know that for sure? No. But it makes a lot of sense. Like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's pretty wild. Yeah, it's really weird. I've told that to a few people and they're like, and I. But I get it though. It's weird though. I get it. Because I, I literally experienced that from when I was eight to when I, I remember playing a game on my computer and it was the same thing. It looked like the, and it was just like, I can't remember if it was, felt like I was moving or the screen was really moving really quickly. And then it, it, it got better as the older I got. But I remember when I was like 17, sitting in a 
social test. I was like, I couldn't focus. I like could not focus. I was like very, I'm very fidgety as well. Yeah. And I was just, could not pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> I totally get it. Totally understand like what you're talking about. It's, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's interesting, but I'm glad that you know now. Mm-hmm. I think that'll like really benefit your future, right? Like, yeah, I think so. Like the other part of it is like, I'm on like a trial of medications and at first I was like, mm. like I see like being active as a source of medication, if that's what you want Absolutely. to call it, where mm-hmm. I never was super keen on taking medication. But like I said, my doctor made me realize like, it's not a big deal. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're not the only one, which like really helped me, uh, you know, not feel so lonely, as I said earlier. So, yeah. If you have ADHD, <laughs> come talk to me about it because <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do, do you have a question, Momar? You look like you might have a question. No. No? I was readjusting. Readjusting. Oh, okay, okay. Cool. Yeah, like I just, um, that's a cool story. I think people relate to that though because like what do you do when you find out you have um, some, anything really? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like what do you do? Yeah. So, I don't know. I think that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I, I do have a question, though. What mm-hmm. kind of unrelated? Well, maybe it is related. I don't know. But what what would be, like, your greatest piece of advice that you've ever been given? Oh, you could say, man. like, one or two things, whatever. But, like, what, looking back, like, do you have a moment where someone said something to you and you were like, yes, that's the one. I'm going to keep that. I'm going to remember that. Mm. Yeah, I guess there's little moments that I certainly remember. Like, I've had a lot of people that have been mentors throughout my life. I can name several. And they've always been a huge, you know, positive influence on my life. Um, I don't, it's not, I guess it's. it was advice. There's a few times where it's been advice to myself that I don't know if, it, I don't know if it would help anyone else. But, um, you know, when I was, Working at the radio station, actually, back in High River, I got really emotional about something. I I can't remember what it was, to be honest. And I had to apologize to my boss. I was like, I'm sorry I got so emotional about that. He's like, if you're emotional, it just shows that you care about it so much. He's like, you're not a sensitive person. It just shows how passionate you are about the subject. And that really stuck with me for a long time because I can get very, like, fired up and emotional about things. Especially when I was, you know, not maybe not so much anymore, but, you know, a few years ago, I would just get super worked up and I'd always care about what people think and or what I'm doing is good enough or whatever it might be. And it was like, no, you're you're not. Don't call yourself sensitive. It just shows that you're passionate. And honestly, that's resonated with me for a long time. And I don't find myself in such overwhelming positions anymore. I don't know. It's it's a weird thing. And I I mean, I don't know if that... that no, I love might, that. That might not help anyone else, but it like really stuck with me. It was like such a small thing too. And it's, you know, those things where it happens and you come, you think about it every so often that it stuck with you. It's one of those things. Um, actually, I have a thing on my phone that I wanted to read to you guys. Okay. And love the, that. Yeah. <laughs> I found, I was going through my photos and whatnot today. And in the past and like still to this day, I, I sometimes struggle with like relation, like friendships 
and relationships and where I'm at, you know, what I mean to someone or, you know, if I don't hang out with them every day, am I going to be friends with them? Like, I don't know. I'm the type of, I'm pretty extroverted and I want to be friends with everyone. Mm -hmm. And I'm always worried where with, where I stand. And I read this thing, actually my sister sent it to me a while ago and I just need to share it with you guys. Okay. And it's like one of my favorite, I think about it all the time. Like, I don't know. I think about it a lot. (laughs) I think about it a lot when I feel, especially now, like I think this will be beneficial because I mean, we're in COVID where we can't see anyone. We, well, (laughs) can't let me back. (laughs) Um, You know, (laughs) meanwhile, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, you know, we're, we're in COVID where, you know, we're forced to isolate. We don't see, like there's some people like one of my best friends, I just saw her when going out to restaurants was still a thing. I yeah. saw her for the first time in months. Mm-hmm. And it was it was wild. Anyways, I'm going to read this. So it's from Jedediah Jenkins. Okay. And it's, I was asked last week, who is your best friend? I don't know. I don't use that language anymore. I don't, sorry. I don't use language like that anymore. It doesn't fit. I have friends that hold keys to different doors of my personality. Some open my heart, some my laughter, some my mischief, some my sin, some my cervic urgency, some my history, some my rawest confusion and vulnerability. Some friends who may not be the closest to me have the most important key for me in a moment of my life. Some who may be as close as my own skin may not have what I need today. It's okay if our spouses or, or partners don't have every key. How could they? It isn't failure if they don't open every single door of who you are. The million-room mansion of identity cannot overlap perfectly with anyone. But I will say my closest friends have a single... Have a, sorry. I will say my closest friends have a key ring on their hip with a lot of keys jingling. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I like that. I like you like that. I love it. Like I, I know. Like my friends will be going through drama or something with their friends, and I like will send this to them or mention it. Like, you know, everyone has a different key. Like, yeah. you may not get what you wanted as someone, but you have to think of it from a different perspective. Like, who does give you that key? I don't know. Friendships and relationships are a big part of my life. I love that. Yeah. Or like, like people that I was friends with in olds. I don't talk with them all the time, but when I do, it's like, you know, it goes back to that key situation. Like they add that key for me, you know? Yeah. Like they're always, their keys that they're always going to be there when I need them or something like that. So. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I think that's a really cool, really cool. Yeah. I feel like it's it's different. Like I saw that on the list and I was like, man, I don't know if I like, (laughs) well, I have a terrible, terrible memory. <laughs> like, I really have a terrible memory. That's one of the things I brought up to my doctor. I was like, I have a bad memory, and it's actually linked, <laughs> so it makes sense. But, you know, I get solid advice. Like, I, my dad, he gives me, he's one of those guys that'll text me every day, some sort of motivational thing. <laughs> or not every day. He's, he'll listen to this and be like, what? <laughs> hey, what? <laughs> he, he, quite often, he always gives me solid advice just based off his experience and everything, but... You know, I can't really pinpoint one solid piece of advice that I've gotten from someone, but I guess that just means you got to surround yourself with, you know, supportive people that... 100%. Every day. 
hundred percent. Facts. Seriously, I really like that that saying. Um, it really encom- like when I look at my f- my friends and my group of friends, and everyone comes from different walks of life. Mm-hmm. You know, there's definitely certain friends that bring out different aspects of your personality. Yeah, and and with that, I find like certain friend groups I just don't mix. Absolutely, because I'm just like. I maybe the keys don't <laughs> the keys don't yeah, intertwine or yeah. it's gonna be a conflict and yeah absolutely um but I really like how that encompasses like everyone's got different key to your um personalities I I look back and I was like oh yeah like so and so and this and this one friend brings out this aspect to me mm-hmm. you know um everyone's kind of got a role there absolutely like everyone has like not everyone's gonna hold every key. But it, it it's helpful for it's it was it's been helpful for me to look back on because it's like sometimes you I don't know if other people feel like this but they don't know where they stand with friendships or relationships with people mm-hmm. and it's like okay if they're not giving me this should I be their friend it's like well they don't mm-hmm. you know they don't have to yeah it's like I go to one person to talk about my problems I go to the other person to talk just for a laugh you know what I mean yeah definitely absolutely (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah, I think I think that's super valuable honestly I Mm -hmm. think everything you've said today is super valuable I hope like (laughs) (laughs) like honestly I feel like a lot of people will listen to this and be like yeah like I totally get it or like I learned something today or I'm gonna ask Maddie when I want to go on the boat like (laughs) people are gonna you know and like I like that you're like message me like contact me like I want to learn about HG but I want to also educate people on water safety like reach out to me like I'm open for that and obviously like we'll be tagging you in all the posts Mm -hmm. so people can find you if they want and you know all that good stuff so speaking of which how can the people find you oh you have two Instagrams. I do though. have two. Oh yeah, I'm one of those. I have two Instagrams. I am one, one for the plug, one for the link. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have so there's made by Maddie, and it's oh oh we'll yeah take made it. by Maddie. It's got two eyes on the end, so it's M A D D I I E, and then there's Maddie Neesom, so M A D D I E N E S O M. That's on Instagram. Um, yeah, it's about all you can find me <laughs> these days. Feel free to add me on Facebook. Why not? <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so funny. No, I'm just on. I used to be a big Twitter fan. I'm on LinkedIn. <laughs> you can add me on LinkedIn. Yeah, we'll connect, connect with on, me. We'll connect on LinkedIn. Yes. And, and, connect uh, with me on LinkedIn. Twitter, not so much anymore. I am on Twitter though. But well, yeah. LinkedIn and Instagram. That's where you can find Maddie. But check out, you just posted um, the wedding that you shot. Oh yeah, um, you can really check that out. About that. <laughs> I forgot about the video world. <laughs> my other job, yeah. I just posted a my Made by Maddie account. I'm like I consider myself a multimedia content creator, I guess. Uh, like Kelsey said, videography, but a little bit of print design and whatnot as well. But yeah, I recently posting posted a wedding film, which was quite the experience. So. That's awesome. Yeah. If you know anyone getting married or if you're getting married, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> a, friend of, a friend of mine is getting married in December. Mm-hmm. And I keep telling him, I'm like, yo, it's going to be a movie. It's going to be a movie. <laughs> yeah. Man, so, they, weddings are a production. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, they really uh, are. I'll give you the call and the flight out to Mexico. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. <laughs> absolutely. I'll come down there. <laughs> She's ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> pack up, pack up the cameras. Let's roll. Yeah, exactly. 
<sighs> Should we hit him with the quote of the day? I think Maddie hits with the quote of the day. <laughs> yeah, honestly, though, that <laughs> was like basically. <laughs> that was the quote of the day. I honestly right? can't even top that. So we'll use that as a quote yeah, of the day. We'll you you guys already heard it. <laughs> I don't need to say my piece. Y'all heard it from Maddie today. If you if you need to, you know, if You'll you scroll just, back to minute fourteen, which I think it came out like. Like yeah, oh, just scroll back down. a little ways and uh, listen to it again and again yeah. and again. Yeah. <laughs> I dig it. She hit, us, she, hit, she hit us with that. She came prepared. Yeah, she, she did. Like, oh, she did. I, I know. I was prepared. Well, I was. Well, Kelsey had that question. It's like for before. It was like biggest or best advice you've been given, and I was like, oh god, I have such a terrible memory. Like <laughs> I get honestly decent advice all the time. But I was like, what's something that's like really stuck with me? And all I could think about was that keys. And it was kind of, it was like, it was related, but unrelated at the same time. And yeah, it's honestly, yeah, it's helped a lot. Oh, man. Oh, no, I don't even want to get it. No, never mind. <laughs> she doesn't even want to get into it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to get into it. No, there's one other one. I Like, if anyone's going through, you know, some sort of breakup, I had someone say to me, it's better to have loved and lost than to never have loved at all. I think that's oh, a pretty yeah. common one. But that got me through a breakup for sure. Yeah, Oof. a long time ago. I'm not going yeah. there. That was a while ago. We don't talk about that. <laughs> but that's we'll like, about that. It's like whatever you're going through, I got a advice for each of them. <laughs> Friendships, <laughs> uh, your love life, <laughs> you know, if you about yourself. <laughs> She's got it. She's got, got it. it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. That was lit. That was a really good chit chat we had just had yeah that was that flew by it did for me like i thought <laughs> i was like oh god <laughs> yeah that was awesome no that was great thank yeah you. thank you so much for coming thank you guys for bringing me bringing me in. yeah absolutely it was it definitely a new experience but i loved it it was good that's good to hear <laughs> i like that i like to hear that yeah it was, it was really awesome. good that was really good it was Ooh. all right well all right all right, Hit folks. him with it. Well, <clears throat> it's about that time. It's about that time. I'm, I'm, I'm having to think about to hype some kids up to run through a wall. All right, listen here, folks. You know what's coming. It's around the corner. It's hot girl summer. Hot man summer. Take care of yourself, right? Drink your water. Eat your veggies. And keep cashing them big checks. <laughs> right? The fat <laughs> checks. The ones that with the, with the zeros on the end of it. So you can... So you can buy a subboard. <laughs> I can buy a surfboard. Paddleboard, surfboard, kayak. All of it. Raft. A bronco. <laughs> you can go to Area 41. Area 51. 51. Or 52, 52 or 51. 51. 51. Roll in there. Talk to the aliens, right? All right. They'll just, they'll put their like. They'll cash the checks for you. They'll read what you want, make it and send you home with it. Love it. And don't forget, though, check on your friends. Yes. Check on your people. Yes. Check on your friends. Honestly, check on your friends. Yeah. It's super important. Mm-hmm. Always taking for wings. That's what I've been doing. Wings. Y'all can go to Bash of Foods International, pick up a um, pack of we wings. We can't sit six. in a restaurant. And we, no, technically. No, this, is, this, is a, this is a store bought. I know, and, but, but. I'm going to make it cold. Yeah, okay, friend. okay. I see you. <laughs> Part of me was like, yo, yo, rules? What are the rules? Kenny said that, but anyways, anyway, I'm not about that. But you go to COVID, pick up two packs of chicken wings. You can get a box for one and a half kilos for seven dollars. That's fourteen dollars. Oh, yeah, you can get a whack load of wings. You <laughs> package it to their house, send them off with some instructions and some seasoning. Okay, maybe all in all, it's around 
fifteen dollars seasonal seasonings and everything like that, y'all can do a FaceTime and do a virtual wing night, right? Maybe go to the brew, maybe go to a, a local brewery, pick up two brews for every wine, and boom, done wing night. But a boom, he's friendly. got it. He's got he's got the answers, guys. That's solid. But if you're someone who is neglectful of the rules, then I mean, do what you want to do. <laughs> yeah, I'm not we endorsing all- <laughs> it, but hey, do what you do. <laughs> all right. We'll catch you next time, guys. Everyone want to say bye? Kelsey, want to go first or Maddie? <laughs> we'll catch you later. Or you guys say bye, though, to people. Bye. He always makes me say bye and I always say catch you later or see you next time or like, and he's like, you didn't say bye. I'm like, yeah, I did. Anyways. Maddie's, Maddie's about to say bye. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, with, with the high bye. <laughs> it's frozen. <laughs>